be the voice that stands out, that stands up. And I didn't have a, a safe community. I, I was too spiritual for the church communities. I was too churchy for the spiritual communities. So I was like, that's cool. Here's my lane and I'm going to make a whole highway. Welcome to the Empower From Within podcast presented to you by Trezal. I'm your host, Jessica West, founder of Trezal, creative entrepreneur and author. Every week on the show, I share an empowering message or interview an incredible individual to help you discover the limitless power you have within yourself to reach for your greatest desires and create the life that's truly worth living on your terms. Self-empowerment begins now. Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today, I'm talking with an amazing person and good friend, Edith Reina, or maybe most commonly known as Miss Edie, social influencer on TikTok, YouTube, and most social platforms. She's also a spiritual guide, motivational speaker, and author, and a featured author in the book, Power of Mental Wealth, along with Johnny Wimbry, Heather Monahan, Les Brown, and other incredible people. Edie and I met in 2020 when we were both just starting out our business, but it honestly feels like we've known each other a lifetime. She is one of the most kind, loving, and genuine people I know, and I can't wait for you to experience that energy firsthand. So without any further ado, please welcome the one and only Miss Edie. Hello, Edie. I'm so happy to have you here today, and I'm really so excited for our conversation. I know it's going to be great. Every time we get together and start talking, it just brings up such good feels. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Before we get into what we're talking about today, I thought it would be really cool if we share with everybody how we met. And so do you want to start with that? <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, Jess. I am so excited to share these memories because it was it was a special day for us. Uh, we both started and we met in LA with our uh, Bob Proctor journey. I don't know if it was your first event with for him, but it was for me. And we both sat next to each other and it was just like this nervous, like new people making new friends. And I just looked to the left of me and there's this beautiful Jess. And uh, we just kind of connected and spent the rest of the weekend just spending time together, experiencing the beautiful coachings and teachings and breakthroughs. And it was definitely a powerful time for me when we met because I had just had a huge moment in my YouTube career just starting. And you were a big part of that because I had actually found out from you that I was approved in part of it. And uh, I just, I remember meeting you and, you know, we got to share a little bit about each other and it was really exciting just to get to have that new experience together. And I think that bonded us in a very special way to see how much we've grown since that experience. So I'm proud of us. Oh my gosh. So am I, yes, it's really so incredible because I almost wasn't going to go to that event. Um, and it took a lot of convincing from my mentor at the time. She was like, Jess, you have to come. You just have to book your flight. And I was like, mm, I don't know about it. But then at the last minute, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? And then honestly, it ended up being like one of the best decisions that I have ever done. Um, it was my first live event also. And then yes, um, sitting at the table with you, it was just like instant comfort and instant connection. And I knew right away. And it's been so great to be able to, to keep in touch and really cheer, be our cheerleaders for everything that we're doing because you were starting your business. I was starting my business also. Um, and to be able to go visit you where you are while I was going on business trips and everything, it's just really amazing to be able to share our journeys together and celebrate our successes and also, you know, be there when we're having challenging times. And so I'm really so grateful to, uh, for this friendship and to have met you. So Edie, you're an entrepreneur, spiritual guide, a social influencer on TikTok and Instagram, motivational speaker. You're an author. I mean, you're doing so many amazing things. You are truly, truly an incredible woman, but it didn't happen easy. And I know it's been a journey for you. It didn't happen overnight. So I'm wondering if you can share a little bit of your journey with us, where you started off and how did you become the Miss Edie that you are today? I think it's a brilliant way to kind of have a reflection where we kind of see like where when we're young, we dream of all these directions we want our life to go. And, you know, I went to school for criminology and justice law, and then I had my second degree forensic sciences, and then now I'm doing tarot and astrology online. So 
definitely a change from what I thought I would be doing and especially what I invested so much education to. But I think what's special about people that invest in their personal development is that we continue that outside of school. So when I was 18, I was introduced to MLMs and my first business was Mary Kay Cosmetics outside of my family business. And so I learned a lot. I had had, I think I've owned 13 different businesses since then. And to some people, I failed at many of them. And to others, you know, I learned a lot from that. For me personally, it's kind of the little bits and pieces that I've connected and collected. And that's kind of like where it started. And I just got to share a really special moment because uh, one of the powerful visuals visualizations that we have done, especially because I do Tony Robbins as well as uh, Bob Proctor's coachings. And it had really helped me to like reconnect with my inner child, forced me to also face a lot of major healing from a lot of difficult traumas. So in many ways, the resilience that you learn from all that and create that. And then essentially, I didn't have a space that I felt safe to express myself before that. And it's not that I didn't have supportive people. It's just that I couldn't relate to many people because my experiences were different. And, uh, you know, not everybody can understand you if they don't have the same emotional intelligence. And unfortunately, it did put me in situations where I was misunderstood or not able to be you know, received the way that would have been more, com you know, compassionate to what I was going through at the time. And even when we met, like, just to give contrast, I had, um, right before the trip, when, you know, you said too, like you were facing challenges with that. And like, for me, my mom had just had a stroke abroad and, you know, I was like, do I fly there or do I fly to this event? And knowing that she was safe and in, in care at the time, I still went to this event because I knew that for some reason, something was trying to derail me from being there. It's kind of how obstacles show up. Right. And I know that that event was such a massive awakening and awareness for me that I also needed. And that's why I know these, these coachings and trainings are so important. So for anybody who's debating if they should get started, or if they're looking at the price tags, like, please do what you can to save money to invest in yourself, because that is how I built Miss Edie. I uh, built her from every situation that was meant to throw, you know, the bricks that were thrown at me, I used to build my staircase, and I built a fortress. And that's how you create your own castle and sovereign space. And I think that going through so much had given me a strength that I didn't even realize was strong. And, you know, that's what happens when you're lifting the souls of millions, right? We're helping each other get stronger and overcome challenges. And so I created a safe space. I created a loving environment. I'm a woman of faith. So I incorporate God in everything I do because I can't do anything without him. And the glory is to him because all the success I have has been because of my faith and trust in what I feel guided to do. I'm also a Catholic tarot reader, which automatically is against my religion, but I don't practice in a way that I feel is un, like un, of the light. I don't know what the right word would be for that, but I feel that it's part of what it's aligned for me to be able to do the coaching, to be able to pay forward the information and knowledge that I have in a way that I can connect with my audience and the people who need it. And usually in most cases, it's because of severe grief. And I lost a lot of people in my life, not just to passing away, but also changes and environments and companies you move on. And, you know, some people aren't as accepting and understanding of our differences. And so it was a very powerful shift, but understanding all that and having a bigger perspective, sometimes being able to remove ourselves emotionally from certain situations helps, but creating Miss Edie has been probably one of my favorite masterpieces <laughs> because uh, it's a constant project. It's a work in progress. And after three years, I just redid my set. So it's been such a privilege to, for me now to see even in that short period of time from making that decision to like, you know what, I'm not going to be scared what people think. Like I came out about doing tarot because it was so against uh, everyone around me's belief in my family and our religion and our culture. So it was a big, scary step. And I was prepared that that would have consequences of losing people. And I did. But at the same time, I gained hundreds of thousands more. And I'm so excited to just see how we can keep helping millions help millions. So it's exciting. 
It is. Yeah. And you're right. I do remember that the scare with your mother and I'm glad that everything worked out all right. So let's talk about contrast for a moment. I mean, even just as you're saying now that yes, you had to lose some people on this journey, but you've acquired so many more relationship and successes. And so oftentimes I feel like the contrast could scare us and help us or make us stay where we are. It kind of stops us from pushing forward because that comes up and then we, we don't know what's on the other side. And so can you Can you share a little bit more about contrast and how you were able just to push through it? Absolutely. And I think like that's kind of the grace of humble humility. Uh, It's the duality of having extraordinary moments when you're going through such happy times and then going through struggles. And it's sort of what brings the silver lining. Like you have to find it sometimes. And sometimes you really have to believe within yourself to receive that. And it's truly a gift you give yourself in those moments where no matter what chaos is going on around you to try to find that, you know, the eye of the storm within. And that's sort of where I feel like we're held, we're protected protected and we're watched over, but it is a challenge. And like, that was a defying decision in my life to choose myself. And it's not like, you know, thank God my dad was with my mom. It was a very different situation. She was in, in care and safe. And at that time there were so many unknowns, but I didn't allow what was trying to prevent me from being where I was. And that's how I know sometimes it's hard to understand that. But when you're challenged like that and put under that pressure, it is those moments that you're going to have the biggest growth. Plus it was so far out of my comfort zone. You know, I was traveling with people I barely knew. I was in an environment that I've never experienced. I didn't really know anything about Bob Proctor. He was recently just introduced to me a couple months before this. And then I was like, if he ever has a live event, I want to go and boom sure enough a couple months later he did and the you know the event was able to uh, host an extra me coming because they found an extra ticket so I was super excited but that was a huge part of contrast is to allow yourself the spectrum and to me it's sort of like you have to have really great moments and really sad you know painful moments and it doesn't mean that it's always lost the way we expect it sometimes you also have to let go of a version of you whether it's habits whether it's behavior sometimes it's our thoughts and i think that that's like all the work that i had already done up until that point was showing i was getting results but inside my mental uh my mental stability in the sense of like doing what I could beyond that point. Like I reached the boundaries of, of what I knew and I needed to break that paradigm. I needed to change my lifestyle. I needed to be around way more positivity because you don't know sometimes until you're exposed to the contrast around you to experience that. So I know sometimes people think that it's like, Oh, these people are, you know, drinking too much Kool-Aid, but if that's the Kool-Aid, then yeah, like get a cup because sometimes you just need that positivity around you and even knowing a bit about your story and I I'm just so grateful like when we met and you shared a bit of some of your amazing recoveries like you inspire me and honestly like just to get to see your business and we've also worked together and I think like that has just been so amazing to share those opportunities for each other and support so it is important to not only have the resources but also to have a community around you and and that will change like that changed dramatically even since we knew each other then so I think uh, allowing those shifts and recognizing that it's the yin and yang right the duality and we teach a lot of that in energy work that I do and it's just to bring awareness that that's how you balance the scales. And when you know how to kind of carry both, it's, it's a powerful, powerful gift. And uh, it definitely presents itself in challenging ways, like the greatest three years of my life. And, you know, both my parents were battling cancer at the same time and having, you know, the duality and contrast of like amazing epic achievements and milestones combined with like sadness and grief and loss and still having that resilience to know that there are other people out there going through it too. And I get to not just be open and vulnerable, which is a huge um, opportunity, not only for my own healing, 
but also to share that journey with others who are scared to be open and vulnerable. And, oh, that's sort of how it opened me up when I saw somebody that was sharing a story and I was like, wow, like they're, you know, that's brave. That's a lot of courage to talk about situations that almost destroyed us. And then to see what people can overcome to the victories and successes just makes it so much more monumental personally, but also as a, as being able to witness that. So I think contrast is powerful. Yeah, it definitely is. And I love the way you put that. Grab yourself a cup of Kool-Aid and come join us. Um, <laughs> we'll be over here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and and I want to thank you. I mean, you are, I mean, I, I look up to you and you're such an inspiration too with everything that you're doing. And that's why I love this relationship that we have built and fostered so much because we yes. can literally be each other's cheerleaders. And it's so amazing. And I think, um, talking about contrast, it makes me think, you know, and maybe people will think this is a cliche and it's really hard to accept it this way when you're in the middle of kind of like that misery and that negativity, but really without the contrast, we wouldn't know the good. And if we can really think about it and imagine a life where everything was good, we were just happy and we think of something and we get it right away. I don't think we would feel the fulfillment that we do or the the triumph when we actually build something and have that success, I don't think we would be able to experience that because it just comes with a click of a finger, right? And yeah. so I think what you were saying that the balance and everything that we really do need contrast in life to be able to have this experience uh, that that we're having and that we want. Yeah, that, and that and whole creating know, motion value. of emotions, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. There is something on your website that I absolutely love. Um, and it so relates to the way that I think of life too. And I'm going to read it. And I'd love to hear your perception of that sentence and what you think about it. So you say, I cannot change the whole world alone, but I promise to change every single part of my world everywhere I go. So what did this mean to you? It's just so powerful. Yeah, leave a little sparkle everywhere you go. Like uh, when I talk about it a bit in my book too, I'm a featured author in a chapter that really profoundly helped me recognize not just the success, but, you know, we all have our perspectives. We have our point of view. And that point of view is from your emotional state, from your mental state, from your environment, from everyone who shaped you and made you. And you know, sometimes we learn that like, wow, like even culturally, like for me, I'm Hungarian Canadian, but both my parents were refugees. So there is a difference in how I was raised versus a neighbor, you know, so it's not comparing, but again, contrast. So the, the values or the morals or the styles are going to be different. So that's why I actually heard someone say at the last week and it shifted my mind about how like either way you're parented you're gonna have to heal from your parents because there's gonna always be something that we didn't get in a way that we needed to be nurtured and I feel that's also how we learn how to take authority and be that caregiver and lover of ourselves and when I talk about changing the world like I want to make it a better place. That's why I wanted to go into the justice system. That's why I have so much respect for anyone who puts on a uniform and puts themselves into dangerous situations to save people in their most vulnerable positions. And and I know how powerful that is because I know that that saves lives, even yours and mine too. And it's just so profound that when we make these changes and it's not that, you know, I am... one of my coaches had asked a long time ago, like, would you follow you? And without even thinking, I said, no, like I wrote myself off and I was like, ouch, I got a lot of work to do. And then I recognized how far I was from being someone that represented what I was wanting, what I was wanting to live by, how I was wanting to live. And of course, going through so many different challenges and all the recoveries I had to endure and heal through, but it also shaped me. Like I have the face I have today because of a lot of the medical availabilities and, and that sort of allowed me to put myself back out there and be able to overcome that and to change the world part by part. It's to help millions help millions is my goal. So we're going for the billions because I heard we're 8 billion now. So we got a few extra more people we can add to the to-do list, but it's about helping each other overcome something and losing my best friend in high school really shaped that 
because I recognize the energetic footprint that we have, even when we don't realize it. So you don't know who's looking up to you. You don't know who's watching you. You don't know who doesn't even recognize you anymore because you're a totally different person than when they last saw you and heard of you. And that's the point. You're supposed to grow. And if you're growing in a direction that you're not feeling is giving you the fulfillment or happiness, then guess what? You just got to plant yourself in a new place that does sustain you in the ways you need. And that's the fear. That's the scary part to do that. And that's what I think makes you the bravest when you recognize that because the awareness is key, but then to also have the courage to be the voice that stands out, that stands up. And I didn't have a a safe community. I I was too spiritual for the church communities. I was too churchy for the spiritual communities. So I was like, that's cool. Here's my lane and I'm going to make a whole highway. So that's sort of how I started. So other people were able to start and getting to hear how many other influencers are also um, have grown with me, have followed me from YouTube and now onto TikTok and have began to take their businesses seriously when it comes to this and creating just massive impact and it starts with one and it starts with us and and I'm just so grateful to truly honor that and impact that and leave that perhaps maybe even as a a legacy if I can be so bold because that's what I wanted to do when I was always volunteering and giving back and creating opportunities for others who were less fortunate and uh, and that's a big part of what I believe in is the uh, law of reciprocity, which you put out always comes back. So make sure you're sowing seeds of abundance and opportunity. And, and that's when you'll start seeing more of it in beautiful ways. I love everything you just said. And it makes me think of something that I have been really applying to my life recently. And it's if you can't find what you're looking for in life, then create it. And that's kind of been my motto for the little bit, even with everything that I'm doing. And so I love that you know, you couldn't find that you fit in. So you're like, well, I'm going to create my own in the middle (laughs) and make my own. And now you're doing amazing. I also love the question that you said, you know, would I follow me or would you follow you? And you can apply this to everything in your life, right? Would you date you? Would you be your friend? And so it's such a great self-awareness question for people to really check in and be like, how am I behaving in life? But also maybe more importantly, am I actually being true to me? And that is one of the biggest things and one of the biggest challenges that people have today, in my opinion, is just to really be able to be their true authentic self, regardless of what's happening around them or what people are saying, just to give themselves the permission to do that. Absolutely. You mentioned volunteering. Yes. When you were talking, and I know you went on like over, what is it? Two dozen mission trips. Yeah. I've had, I think 32, 32 volunteer trips and tours and volunteer days. And I was so excited. That is incredible. So tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So there was a company that was introduced to me in 2016 called world ventures. And, you know, everybody, believes in MLMs or does not believe in M&Ms, but it was a beautiful experience and opportunity to have travel at discounted prices and as a membership. So, you know, there was exclusive deals that were only available through that. But what made me fall in love with it, because of course they had something for everyone. They had the luxury, they had the relaxation, then they also had training. So the personal development was profound and a huge beginner for me, even in the last six years of getting to this point in my life. Even though I've been in systems and and companies that have started this for for since I was 18, but the most massive shifts happened in the last six years. And that's when I was right after a really bad situation. I lost everything in my life. I've lost things that mattered most to me. So I was literally feeling like a shallow vessel. I felt hollow, I should say. So it just sort of like if you dropped a ball, it would just bounce around because I felt like I had nothing, nothing left, nothing, not just to live for, but I lost so much that I lost myself in it. And I didn't know who that was anymore. So that was kind of where it started, taking these little pieces and, and starting to kind of sew and stitch back in and out of all the situations. And it takes time and it takes a lot. And I wanted to be more fulfilled. I worked so hard on top of all my own personal businesses. I worked for my family business. We were emergency response for the city of Toronto. And uh, it was challenging. I had a lot of money and I had 
I just didn't find the enjoyment in things. I probably wasn't living a very healthy lifestyle. I certainly wasn't around very positive people or in environments either. And I had to kind of realize that the hard way. And so this being introduced to me as an opportunity, not only to see the world, which I was dying to do, but also I had the resources and the means to enjoy the luxuries of this. And I decided to kind of take a more personal break because I was able to afford that. And I traveled and part of it was the mission trips and building bottle schools in Guatemala. In, you know, it's a project that they have where you actually shove all the garbage into the plastic bottles. And then they're so solid that it's like a concrete brick. And then you use this to build the walls. And of course, you know, it's a very hot climate. So they're not used to the heat that we need here in the winter time. But for them, it works marvelously. And we created, so I was a part of three tours too. I participated in one I got to leave. And then um, I also did a Peru excursion where we also built a clinic in Cusco for children so they could have pediatric care in the beautiful remote regions that we got to visit. So just knowing the impacts of places that kids now have access to education, knowing that people are also able to pay it forward in different ways and to be a part of that and to receive not just the cultural exposures, but to then also come back and just know that no matter what's happening here, there's a part that I, I played somewhere in making massive changes for the future generations. And that truly is an ex just an amazing, phenomenal feeling. And I wish that for everyone. And that's why some of the other stuff we did was with the big brothers and big sister programs so that we got to spend like days, you know, whether it was playing with kids and, you know, creating like these fun days with bouncy castles. And sometimes it was just short of staff issues and they needed people to help disinfect the facilities. And we literally would clean paint. I also got to paint the orphanage in Hungary, Budapest, which is where I'm from. And, and that was such a, such an amazing heritage and rooted moment for me to not only get to do it in my home country, but to just be there and speak the language and hear the kids and hear the excitement. And it just really, it did, it transformed me. And I know like, what do you do? How do you make it happen? And it, it's a choice. You take that leap of faith, you know, do your research if you need to have any requirements to go to these places. But what I, what I loved the most was seeing the little kids' faces. And, you know, like I was going through so much at the time too. And one of the trips was um, very challenging for me because when I was given the massive opportunity, again, contrast, notice how there's a theme. I uh, had been given the opportunity to lead an entire team to Guatemala. And the week before I had just found out about my dad being diagnosed with cancer. And it was devastating. And I felt like, oh my God, am I being a horrible daughter? Cause I'm not, you know, I, if I, I can't give up this opportunity because I'd be canceling so short notice, but my heart was hurting and everything was so painful. And we went on, I ended up going on the trip, you know, obviously my family, we had discussions about options and thankfully my mom and brother were able to be present. But when I had gone to Guatemala, we even did a prayer circle. So these total complete strangers prayed with me every day. We lit candles. We did a beautiful ceremony at one of their beautiful Mayan heritage sites. And it was just like, I can't tell you there. Like, I feel like I found a new love language and it's prayer. And it's just the group of people coming together. And it doesn't matter. Like I never force my faith on anyone, but just having people who sit together, whether it's even manifesting something or putting our intentions together for one thing, the power and magnitude of unity and that strength and love and compassion, that is a force. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I know that that is something that I want to incorporate in the near future too. And there were so many projects I wanted to do, but unfortunately everything because of the changes with COVID and demographics and, you know, the world's different now and, and these things don't exist anymore. And I, I you know, I know that I see the need for it. So hopefully that's going to be something soon that we'll be able to create again on a bigger scale and in a newer way so that we can keep it, that tradition continuing. Wow. That is all so incredible. And the power of prayer and, and unity and having people together, like in that circle, I can't imagine what that energy must have felt like. It must've been so incredible. Like there are no words for that. 
That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And volunteering holds like a big place in my heart. Um, I love doing that. And and I feel like I receive so many benefits and you do, there are like, you learn so much about yourself and just being of service to others. It's just such a great energy to be in. And so I highly encourage anybody, if you have, um, you know, an association or an organization or something that, that you love, go find an association to volunteer for, because it's really so transformational. And there are a lot of points now coming up that actually volunteering is good for mental health also. And there are a lot of benefits of that. And I know that you are very big into mental health and you actually have your own organization or initiative that you're starting Code Purple. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I would love it. Um, Code Purple was an amazing... Now, again, this is not to be confused with the hospital Code Purples. I just have to clarify... And again, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or lawyer. So everything I do is intuitively guided, but this actually happened on a live where, you know, I've noticed being on TikTok, especially is where I've been doing most of my work for over a year and a half now. And just recognizing the demand for help. And, and this is just people who are struggling, who are alone, who, you know, are maybe not listening to the right material or not supported or just feeling very alone and lonely or have gone through something that nobody around them has gone through. It's really hard to relate to people who don't have a major loss. And I never wish that on anyone, but I know how hard it is to endure things on your own. And the whole point of Code Purple is to end the suffering in silence. So on a live, we had someone who um, was in a life crisis moment and it was a divine intervention. They were led to my room and we were able to speak to them directly. And I kept her in the call in the live until we were able to connect. And then, so Tyler Rousseau comments a helpline so that we were able to help her, but she was from a different country and I didn't know how to connect. So Tyler was from the USA. I'm from Canada. The woman was somewhere else in Canada away from me, but I didn't know how to connect her. And so we did this. And right after the idea was born, I was like, I have viewers from all around the world. How can we make something to help everybody? So Code Purple is a resource list for 195 countries, suicide hotlines, intervention crisis lines, addictions lines, youth lines, LGBTQ community, um, abuse, everything. Like we are even adding a men's mental health section as well. So it is an available resource. So if you are going through a crisis or you know someone who is, it is available and it's a safe space. We did it on my website. So it's all verified, but again, I'm not a therapist. So the messages don't come to me and, you know, connecting with those lines, put you with actual professionally trained crisis intervention specialists who whether you're having thoughts of leaving us or if you're just scared or if you are in a traumatic experience and need help getting out of it there is so much stuff even from domestic abuse that's available resources there too so I just like to cover everything because unfortunately as hard as it is to admit I have seen everything especially in the past year hearing what people have survived through and this isolation in a healthy home is okay But if you're not in a healthy environment, this was critical. And we ended up in the past year saving over 5,000 people that I know of through my links. And we've had, I don't even know how many dozens of leaders on TikTok, as well as Facebook and Instagram, who have also shared it on their platforms. And it's just a friendly resource that's there. So most people have moments and those emotions that you talked about earlier too, when they're, when they're running high, you can't think, or when you're in shock, you're not thinking rationally or logically. So just to have that default, to know that code purple is available, that was the purpose just so that people have somewhere to turn. Or if you know someone who is in a, in a mental health battle right now, they have that because I'm also a PTSD survivor and uh, I've also survived cancer as well as many natural disasters and personal experiences as well as car accidents. So I know trauma physically, mentally, and emotionally more than anybody. And at the same time, you know, it's never a contest, but it is available. So for anybody who does need it, 
uh, again, you can find it all on my link tree. And I do have to say this, unfortunately, there are people who do pretend to be me. So please only use the links and book directly through my website if you do require any services, because unfortunately, uh, that is a situation that we are dealing with with most leaders in their environment. So be always cautious and use your discernment so that nobody can take advantage of you in your vulnerability or anyone else that you know. It's good to always keep that in mind. Thank you for letting me share that. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for saying that. I will also be sharing the link to your website in the show notes. So whoever's listening, um, please check that, the show notes, because that'll be the, the correct link. So um, it's so important. And I feel like, especially with the past few years that we've had, and you know, we're social beings. And so that isolation, yeah. one of our core needs aren't being met and that wrecks havoc on our entire beingness, right? And so it's been a very challenging time. Um, you mentioned lives. So where can people find these lives? Are these on YouTube or TikTok? So I do TikTok lives right now, but I've been, um, so initially, like I started with YouTube and then I kind of noticed that the trending was shifting to TikTok for my genre or niche of uh, of work. And then I I just had some fun with it and then things took off. So because I always believe in working on different things, but when something kind of out earns another one, then it becomes a priority. And that's sort of how you should treat any hobby. Like as long as you have a solid income, maintaining that income until your hobby out earns your regular job, then you can kind of replace it and start doing your own personal beginning there. It's sort of how I started the entrepreneur journey anyway, but getting to TikTok, uh, I was able to be exposed to far more people. I was able to be received and uh, helping so many. So I do different parties, like we call them dance parties. So it's also about motivations. It's also about affirmations. It is about also grief healing. We do uh, soundable meditation sometimes. So I am working on a proper schedule because it's been very hard to coordinate because I do a lot of stuff because I had to, even when I came to my own healing, I was very open-minded and in all my travels, I got to try different cultural traditions and, and ways of doing things. And that was very eye-opening, but that's also why I bring it all to everybody because I feel like a part of each one was a key to unlocking some kind of healing or some kind of help um, perhaps even just to release some emotions or just to share that new sensation of trying something new for the first time. And, and that can become addicting too, but you want to make sure that you're surrounded and, and focusing on people who give you that good energy. And that's again, where you have to use your discernment because if someone gives you some off vibes, you need to trust that. And there's a difference between fear, but there's also a difference between your intuition being like warning, warning, you know, the red flags are sticking out sometimes. So don't dismiss them, but a big part of the lives there. So you can find me on TikTok, Miss Edie one. And again, same thing. There's several different accounts there as well. So if you do get approached by another account, please report it. And again, all my proper resources and links are on my link tree, as well as my website directly on Facebook and Instagram. We also have communities that are smaller and growing. I also have Twitter and I share your daily positive posts every day from healing pages as well, just to promote the messages that others are putting out and just to share that. So if you're looking for positivity and just a little dose of insight every day from the universe or from God or from your angels, then that's all there for you. And if you ever come in, you know, let me know you heard us here say hello and uh, we'd love to definitely have you too Jess I'd love to get together and be able to you know bring everyone to your page as well so that they know what you're doing because I think it's amazing that we are able to plug people into resources and I get to have host situations where I get to let people on and they get to talk and share what they do and who they are and so it's kind of my way of of putting people in front of others too and I think uh that's, it's fun. I get to be creative. I get to be, you know, forced to think on my feet and then adaptable because you step out there every night, never knowing what you're going to get. And it's, it's kind of invigorating, but it's, it's also, it's also something that I've had to learn how to continue doing because it is a lot of energy and it is emotional and people are dealing with such contrasting situations. You've got people who are celebrating life, people who are grieving life, You've got people who are healing and some people who are still not there yet. So 
it's beautiful to get to see us all in one place and share the love and share God's word. And I incorporate prayer. I incorporate uh, beautiful healing music as well to assist with that. And uh, I think it's just, it's just wonderful to have a space like that. So if you're looking for something like that, definitely come check us out. Yeah, that sounds amazing. What if we have someone here who's listening who really would love to start a TikTok account or a YouTube channel, but just hasn't been able to kind of take that leap yet? Do you have any advice for them? Yeah, absolutely. And this goes back to what you said earlier, create it. I think like part of it, for example, like I'll give you one of my biggest excuses I wanted to have a very specific background when I started and I didn't have very much and I didn't have the resources I do now. And in fact, I didn't even have some of the ideas I have now that I did then. But one of my excuses was I can't do it until I find the right wall art. What? Well, my display, right? Like my background, what people see. I didn't want it to just be basic. I wanted to stand out and I wanted it to have very specific colors. Then somebody that I also met at UPW, which was Tony's Tony's Unleash the Power Within. And that was my treat for my birthday as I bought myself a ticket to Singapore to go see him. And it was a huge investment. It was one of the best things I ever did because that's where this idea came from. And he told me, he's like, if you can't find it, then paint it. And I was like, what? I'm not a painter. Like, why would I do that? And then I sat down, I went to the dollar store. It cost me less than $15. I got canvases, brushes, and colors. And then I painted my paintings, which became kind of like my staple set. And it's unique and it's one of a kind. And it was something that I just created. So it doesn't always have to be so scary for you to, you know, need something very specific or outlandish, you know, just give yourself the chance to perhaps have fun and play. And I actually had so much fun making them. And it was just, it was just something exciting. And and that kind of built that new energy of learning, of challenging myself, of putting myself out there. And then that makes it a little easier because you know how hard it is to just like to hit record or to hit that live button. And it is intimidating and it is scary. So make sure you're following people also who are doing what you want to do so you can make sure and, you know, mimicking is, is a form of flattery, but it's also a form of looking up to someone as a role model. So you know, recognizing their tone or cadence, especially if you're nervous about how you're going to sound. But there's the same thing for me. I didn't memorize all the cards right away. And I know for the first little while I'm, I was reading from the book just because I wanted to not mess up so bad. And then I got to the point that it flowed. It got to the point that I recognized things. And then then I also got to get creative with myself and allow my own interpretations and my own advice to kind of flow. And, and that's the evolution of starting and then making it into something that is original. And, and that's, that's part of your journey. So don't be scared if you don't look the way you want to look, if your set doesn't look the way you want it to yet, start where you are with what you have and just be brave and bold and go for it is my advice. I had no idea. Great advice, by the way, but Thank I had you. no idea that you painted those photos. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I love yeah, them that, too. They're special. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. And that's such great advice, you know, because so many of us have those thoughts. I can't do yeah. it until this. And that's really just a procrastination tactic. That is just yep. a tactic. Yep. For you to stay in your comfort zone. So you really just got to push back those thoughts. And it's, it's amazing how in life, the biggest barrier that we have is our own thoughts yes. um, and the power of our thoughts. It's yes. just incredible. So on that note, you actually co-authored a book, The Power of Mental Wealth, which is really <laughs> the, your thoughts and what's going on mentally, the story that you're telling yourself. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about your book? Absolutely. And I actually have a copy right here. So Great. if you want to take a screenshot, if you guys are watching it on the video, if not, it's called The Power of Mental Wealth. And it was just a topic that asked us to describe something that we had to overcome. Now, I've been blessed with a lot of situations and obstacles that helped me grow and shaped me. But in this one specifically, I'm featured in one of the chapters and I get to talk about 
how truly profound it was when I started doing my volunteer work, when I started not only doing what I love, but I know in so many companies, it's about the recognition, right? Everybody wants to be recognized for what it is that they've done. And so many of us have been so unseen. So it was like, you know, a fight to get on stage. Oh, if you have this many achievements and that many achievements. And I remember telling myself, like, this is the power of manifestation. And I share this because for me, like I was visualizing speaking on stage. So the one event I went to, I'm like the next event, I'm going to be on stage. So I knew I need to make X amount of sales. I need to do all these different things. And then we were approaching and I didn't have those goals achieved yet. And I wouldn't have had that happen immediately. And I know that I was so far from that and perhaps my negative thinking started getting in, but I still visualized myself speaking on that stage and what it would look like and what it would feel like and the lights on me and what I was going to say. And I was standing in front of the mirror and I was kind of like, you know, I was pretending I was, I was fantasizing in a way to just kind of help myself like prepare for that moment. And then I kid you not Monday, like the Monday before the event, the event starts on Friday, the Monday of that week, I got a phone call and they said the foundation called me that they would love for me to speak on stage for five minutes and share how I was able to do all the volunteer work for them and everything. And I was like, wait, you know, I'm sorry, you want, like, you want me there this Friday? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, of course. So I was, so I was able to make that happen. Given that opportunity, I was ecstatic. I was beside myself. So it was like, yes, I manifested this, but also how powerful it was to recognize that I had a plan, but then God had another plan. Because if you get recognition for the other things, you're up there for maybe like four or five seconds. All you do is say your name and where you're from and you know, shout out your team in the audience, but I got a whole five minutes. So it was like even more than I asked for, even more than I imagined, which seems like oh, it's just five minutes. But when you're standing in front of 5,000 people or over 4,000 people in the room, it was, that was an energy. And I just remember like, how could I get them to move? How could I teach them something that they didn't know. So by, you know, sharing my stories and, and giving them a different perspective, I had so many people come over and I got to put pictures on the screen and talk about how I even got to volunteer with my brother and my parents and just truly how impacting it was for my family. And this book is, uh, is also a compilation of some really powerful moments that I, I get to share about other successes and even speaking in different languages in different countries too on stage. So that was huge because I'm multilingual and just getting to have that experience. I know I was being prepared for future things as well. So it, it is powerful. And the book has other chapters as well from incredible stories. So if you're looking on any way of just getting different, uh, different perhaps motivational material just to kind of inspire you. There's some stories that are just tragic turn to triumph. And honestly, like it's, it's a, it's a really great option. So again, that is the power of mental wealth featuring me. And I go by Edith Reina. That's my real name, but we go by Miss Edie on all the other platforms. So, and again, Les Brown is in this. So if you know him, he's a leading motivational speaker and he's been doing this for decades. So he mentored Johnny Wimbry, who was one of our lead coaches in world ventures. And he was the one who taught me to participate in my rescue. And that was where the shift started. So I'm proud. Amazing. Thank you. I will be sharing the link to the book too. And it's an incredible book. I personally have it. And I love that the stories that everybody shares, all the authors, it's one of those books that, you know, you can pick it up and read a chapter. So it only takes a little bit and then it really sets the tone for the day. And you are just incredible. And you are doing so many things. And I know the impact that you're going to have on the world and you are already having in the world is just amazing. Uh, is, is there anything else that you would like to, to share with us today? Perhaps the one note that I would like to leave here, and it's kind of something that I do share often, and it's okay not to be okay. Like it's a choice if you want to stay there and it's okay sometimes to be in our emotions. It's necessary for healing, but if you allow yourself to stay stuck, then you take a moment, right? Like one of the biggest things is like, you can keep saying one day. 
you can keep postponing, you can keep procrastinating, you can keep delaying or not prioritizing yourself and your goals and your needs and wants. And, you know, sometimes as a people pleaser myself for a really long time, it was really hard to say no to other people because it was just so easy to help them and not help myself. And I learned that through my healing. I learned that through the work I do that, you know, at some point you got to say, no, today is day one and you have to be disciplined and you have to start and you got to do things you've never done, right? The definition of insanity is to do the same thing and get the same results. So if you're not happy with where you are, then you got to change the formula. And if you're wanting to add new things, like some people it's you know, weight loss goals for some people, it's other uh, financial goals or perhaps financial freedom, or maybe there's a car or a watch or something, you know, it's different things. It's material or emotional or all the connections we have to things. So if I could encourage you to do one thing, it would be to stop doubting yourself. It would be to just let yourself free. Like it's like letting yourself out of a little, you know, um, a room that you've had yourself in for a really long time, open the door, let the sun shine in and explore. It's almost like you're in this hallway, right? And then the door opens. And sometimes we think like a door closing and slamming behind us, it's over and we're stuck and we sit on the floor and we cry, right? Like it's, it's a painful rejection or abandonment, but the beauty sometimes of how divine protection is, is that we do get redirected. And I know that maybe you're facing something that didn't go the way you planned, but it's not over. And it just wasn't meant to be in that time or with those people. And I think that was one of the hardest things to accept because I really liked so many people and I really wished it could have stayed, but, but it had to go because then I saw what God brought next and it was even bigger and even better and meaningful relationships and reciprocal relationships, not one-sided dynamics or places that made me feel that I was being used or taken advantage of. And for me personally, that's sort of where I want you to take a moment in your life and reflect that and just be honest. If you need help, that's why we have resources available like Code Purple, like other beautiful therapists. And there's so many people on TikTok and YouTube that give free advice. So please use your discernment on who you're listening to. Don't take marriage advice from someone who does not have a successful marriage. It is so important for you to take financial advice from someone who has financial wealth and management skills, not somebody who is also struggling next to you. So when they say you're the sum of your five friends, it's true. And if you're wondering who they are, you know, if you're seeing where your life is and it's not where you want to be, then it's okay for you to upgrade that too. And I think it's always about leveling up and that's how we continue to grow and shed and evolve. And when you're in a place that you love, enjoy it, savor it because everything is temporary, but everything is constantly changing and shifting. So if you're focusing on good, you continue to attract more abundance and beauty and love. And if you're focusing on the negative, then that's all you're going to see. So maybe you can shift your scope and raise your standard of sight so that you can see greater things in your life and focus on how to move forward in it boldly and strongly. Every time I finish a conversation with Edie, I feel inspired, heard, and supported. And I hope that you feel that same way right now too. I would love to hear your takeaways. And if you feel called, please consider leaving a review to let me know all about them. Here's today's self-empowerment takeaways. One, be aware of the contrast. When you notice contrasting experiences show up in your life, look for the silver lining. Look for the growth opportunity and know that something great is on its way because the universe is always balanced. Two, dedicate some time for serious self-reflection. Ask yourself questions like, would I want to follow me? Three, know that it's okay not to be okay. Reach out for support if you need to. There are many initiatives that are here to offer a listening ear or a helping hand. Take the time you need, and when you're ready, keep moving forward. Four, stop doubting yourself and take a leap of faith if you feel called to do something. Five, remember the law of reciprocity. What you put out will come back to you. To quote Miss Edie herself, leave a little sparkle wherever you go. You can find all links in the show notes of this episode. 
Thank you for being here. I hope you got just as much value out of today's episode as I did. If you feel called, please share this episode with someone who you feel would benefit from the conversations we had. It's going to help us reach more people. And this is one way that we can all help empower each other from the inside out.